Hello and uh, good afternoon to everyone listening to me. Good morning, good night, <laughs> good evening, wherever you're listening from. Um, I really want to appreciate you for taking the time again to listen to our podcast, listen to this episode. Particularly, this is the final episode under the topic, The Father's Art Yearns for Fellowship. If you haven't listened, I would like you to go back to the previous top episodes. We have four episodes under this particular topic. We started with an introduction. Um, Tim Topper talked to us about the Father's Art from creation. Olamide talked to us about the new birth in worship. Um, Ellen spoke to us about worship in spirit and in truth. And this is the final chat, more like a conclusion or roundup. And really, this evening, I don't have so much to say. The one thing that I want to lay emphasis on um, is that it is God's will to fellowship with his people. And I think that once we know this, a lot of things is going to change about our fellowship, our communion with God and prayers and everything about us will change. For me personally, I um, I would say that my prayer life changed when I was um, having my bachelor's at the University of Baton. Then I was just seeking God to know God more. And I remember one of these days I was praying at the Chapel of Resurrection and I wanted to pray for one hour and I had finished one hour and I was just about to leave. And the Holy Spirit said to me that, um, he said, he said, oh, could you please wait a little bit more? Let us just be here. And I really just felt like it, it sounded like I wasn't the only one that was just having fun. The Holy Spirit was also having fun talking to me. And that really changed my view and my mindset towards prayers and towards fellowship. And it's a koinonia where two friends are there. They're talking about what is interesting for them. You're talking to God about your heart. The Holy Spirit is also communicating the mind of the Father to you. That truly changed my, my fellowship life, my prayer life. And that's why I'm really trying to lay emphasis on the fact that it is important for every believer to know that it is God's will, God desires to um, bring us to the place of fellowship. You know, if you read through Genesis, you will see that when God created man, he basically created him for fellowship. There was no reason why Adam was there. There was nothing he was doing for God. The only thing that he, he, he was useful to God for was that in the cool of the day, God could just basically come to him and then they would just talk and they would just fellowship and just enjoy that koinonia. And you see that same every now and then in the scriptures, you know, Think about, for example, when the children of Israel were in Egypt, when the captive, uh, they, were, they were captives uh, and they were slaves to the Egyptians. The Bible said that God brought them out unto Himself. If we read from Exodus, Exodus, let's just read Exodus, Exodus 15:17. The Bible says that He said, "Thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your iner- of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord." which thou hast made for thee to dwell in the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. So God basically was just saying, God was just saying, I'm bringing you, I brought you out of Egypt and I brought you to my sanctuary. I brought you to the place where I live. And that was it. When he was speaking to Pharaoh, he said, let my people go so that they will worship me. That was just what it was for God. I just want to make these people free so that they can just 
come to me and we can co-renew here together you know we can fellowship together we can talk together that was it for god fellowship and you know i was i was thinking about this verse of scripture today and i was and i was like yeah there are many things that god does for us as believers that is just to make our life easier so that we can fellowship with him there are many things that god the blessings that god will bring our way the 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 things that God would bring up away, the the things that God would give us, the breakthroughs that God would give us, and in God's end of the bargain, what He's just looking for is, oh, that Samson's life will be easier, that your life will be easier, and you will be able, you'll be able to come to fellowship with Him. You will just have the time; nothing is disturbing you. You are just going to be there with Him, and that's really God's God's end, God God God's end of the bargain. And in Exodus 15 verse 17 that we read, you know, that verse really, if you think about it, it draws very huge similarities to um, the redemption of the believer. So God redeemed us from sin and from death. And why did he do that? He redeemed us to bring us to his own kingdom. The Bible talks about the fact that he has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of light. So basically what God did was to deliver us from sickness and from death and from sin and to bring us on to himself so that we can worship him, so that we can fellowship him. And the fathers are always yearns for that. He wants, to, he wants us to have time. You shouldn't live your life as a believer and every time you are just like, ah, my work, my work, my work, my work, my work. Sometimes just pause and be like, I just want to be here, Holy Spirit. You know, in, in our anchor scripture for this topic, John 4, 23, um, it says that now is the time where the true worshippers, let's read it, I think. Let's, it's just better. John 4, John 4, verse 23. John 4, verse 23. It says, but the hour come and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship it. The Father is seeking it. Like, his heart is panting after that. And so you look at David, whom the Bible calls a man after God's own heart. Bible said, David was saying, he said, My heart longs for you. My soul thirsts after you. In a place where there is no water. You know, I, I, I lived in the north. I served in the north for my NYC. This is a program in Nigeria where you basically serve the government for one year and while i was doing that uh, sometimes we didn't have water especially in the dry season and when you wake up in the morning in that kind of place the first thing you're thinking about is water because you need water to freshen up you need water to cook you need water to eat and so when david and i i I, so when david talks about the fact that early in the morning i wake up i'm not thinking about what i need dry and thirsty land i'm just thinking about you and I'm like, wow, it's basically like I'm setting the affairs of God before my own affairs. I'm seeking your presence. And God said, yeah, that's the man after my heart because it makes time for my for him in my schedule. So believer can, believers can run the whole week and you don't have time for God. You don't have time to just sit down and say, I just want to give this one hour to you. I just want to wake up in the morning. Um, I just want to pray. I just want to read your word. I just want to know you. I just want to listen to sermons. I just want to do this at this time. Every now and then, it's the awesome buzzer of life. Ah, I want to make more money. I want to be good at my career. I want to be a good husband. I want to do this for my family. And you just, just sometimes you just need to pause. You just need to stop and just fellowship. And that brings a lot of quietness and a lot of assurance. Um, you know, my pastor was saying something, I think, last week. And he said, it's a many of the things that we pursue. 
um, wealth that we pursue. He said they come from wisdom and favor with God. He said, and that wisdom and favor can only be found with God. But instead of find, looking for wisdom and favor to actually get wealth, a lot of us pursue wealth. And you'll find out that that pursuit of wealth actually determines a big part of our life. And we just run our life without even thinking about God. And, you know, this is something very important. Um, if you think about the children of Israel, the Bible talks about the fact that God had been dealing with Moses. At the point, he said to so Moses, see, I don't want to talk to you alone. I want to work fellowship with my people. He said, bring them. Bring them to the mount. Bring them to the mount. Let me talk to them. He said, but don't let them come closer. Set a demarcation. He said, but when it, when it came and there was thunderings and there was lightnings, people said, ah, no, 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 no. This is too difficult. Let God talk to you, Moses, and you come to talk to us. And that was a big factor in the old covenant where God was like, oh, come on. I want to come to you. I want you people, as Moses is coming, to talk to me. I want everybody in Israel to talk to me. And that was exactly what Jesus was speaking to us in John 43. The Father seeketh such to worship him. I, I, I pray for everyone who is listening to this that the Holy Spirit is going to um, cause a stir in your heart. Mm-hmm that you will um, see the need for worship and for fellowship with God every now and then. I declare that you are blessed. I declare that your week is blessed. Thank you very much once again for your time. And um, next week, you're going to start a new topic. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Yeah, and also follow us on our different channels. Thank you and God bless you.